You're listening to Newcastle in the Morning. Welcome back to the program. It's uh, right on half past 11 here at uh, Newcastle Live. New South Wales only did a few things wrong last night, but it cost them the entire series. Joining me on the line now from the Newcastle Herald is Barry Tui. Good morning and welcome, Baz. Hello, Trace. How are you? Good, thank you. That uh, It's pretty tough being a New South Welsh person today, isn't it, with all of those bloody Queenslanders? Yeah, I'm trying to steer clear of mm. anyone that looks like they might be a Queenslander. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm thinking the same mm. thing. Um, obviously, did you uh, you had a chance to watch the post-match show. What did you think of Joey's, uh, Joey's reaction when he was uh, kind of ganged up on by the Queenslanders? Yeah, look, I haven't... Um, I saw, I saw it... I, I didn't see the actual... Uh, didn't see it actually live, but I, I saw a replay of it uh, not long after. And... Mm. and um, well, he's got a point. Mm. I think he's. I think he he's got a, a point. Big point. We, we do have to put up with them. You know, I, I think New South Wales handle the the series win well. When they win, they generally we we might spruik for a little bit. But um, Queenslanders tend to. It's the inferiority complex. I think, Trace. Yeah, I, yeah. I think you're right. They they get one up on it's us. And underdad, they've got to keep going. Yeah. Underdog stuff that they love, and and they they think. Uh, wow, I think they think they're superior to us. Mm. To be honest. Um, they were last night. And they were last night, yeah. Well, we did talk last week about mm. the fact that it was up there and, and um, you just they're just so hard to beat up there. Their record up there in deciders is ridiculously good and it's even better now. And um, I still maintain that probably New South Wales got the better side, particularly with Munster, when Munster didn't play. I thought... Mm. Um, I thought the Blues would probably win, but um, and halfway through the first half, I thought the Blues were going to win. But um, they just, they just, they're just relentless, Queensland, and the, the crowd gets behind them. And and uh, and of course, New South Wales paid the penalty. You mentioned it. I thought you were generous actually when you said a couple of mistakes. New South Wales mate um, were more than generous to Queensland in the second half, mm. and basically shot themselves in the foot with four or five errors that um, saw them camped in their own half basically for the for the entire 40 minutes of the second half. And to their credit, um, Queensland, as I said, were relentless. New South Wales' defence was outstanding, I thought, to keep them out for as long as they did. Uh, in the end, it was some Kalen Ponga magic. Mm. I thought he was outstanding. Obviously got the man of the match. He was sensational. But uh, Jerry Evans was great. Ben Hunt came up with some big big plays, obviously the try at the end and the 40-20 there in the second half. But look, they, they deserved to win. They were the better team on the night. New South Wales shot themselves in the foot a little bit and, and um, yeah, just couldn't recover. The pace, Barry, that was what oh. uh, that what got me. You know, that, that first, that opening three minutes, you know, when we, we had three players concussed, we had two in the first 90, 90 seconds, then we had another one. The pace of that game was just, I, I don't think any of us expected them to, to both come out at that pace. Yeah, look, it was, um, and it's not just the pace of it, it was the intensity of it as well. And normally if you get such an intense, even opening 10 minutes that, or 15 minutes, and it normally settles down, and, and uh, but it never settled down. It was just, um, the, the game was just frenetic for the whole 80 minutes. And as I say, how, how, how they stood up at the end. And, and look, the last 15, 20 minutes, New South Wales just didn't have anything left in the tank to even look like getting down Queensland's end to, to try and score a try. And, and that was because of, of what you're talking about, just the intensity of the first, um, you know, those first hits. I think Queensland winning the toss and electing the kick off, I think that's always a good move in origin to, to be the 
you know, you're rucking it out off your own line in the mm. first 10 minutes. It's, it's always difficult. New, New South Wales weathered the storm there and, and uh, you know, should have led more than, probably by more than 12, well, should have led by more than 12, 10 and a half time. They conceded right on half time, which was crucial in the end. And look, Origin, we talk about it just about every year, how, you know, there's, there's always, it's almost like you get to a new year and, and Origin goes to another level. Mm. And you look at last night's game and you think, well, has there been a better Origin game than that? But we say it all the time, just about every year we say it. It's just unbelievable. And you've got to take your hats off, hat off to the players because, you know, they are so tough. Um, you know, they get belted, take the ball up, you get belted and you just got to get up and go for more and you're doing all this defence and, yeah, incredible. Incredible, um, an incredible, well, incredible 80 minutes. Mm, it it and, really and, was. Yeah, and it, you know, befitted the game with so much at stake, I guess. They just refused to lose. You know, I, I've, yeah. I've used that a little bit, a, a couple of times today. You know, the Queenslanders just refused to be put in that box. They were not going to lose. They were going to keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. And I'll tell you what, I was uh, I was really proud to be a, a Newcastle Knights fan, I, I must admit. But uh, where is this form in these three players <laughs> when we're playing playing the regular regular season? Oh. I was waiting for that because that's every man his dog around here is asking that question. Mm. Um, yeah, look, I mean, Jacob Safidi, everyone was talking about the fact that he was pretty lucky to make the team in the first place, and he was just sensational. Just um, incredible, wasn't he? Yeah, he was outstanding, and um, congratulations to him because he really put his hand up um, big time at that level um, from the first hit-up, basically, and uh, scored his first origin try, a bit like his brother, the way his brother scored um, a couple of years ago or last year, whenever it was. Um, yeah, and obviously Ponga was was in everything. Um, I think he, what, he run for 300 metres yeah. or something? And, Some and, ridiculous uh, amount, yeah. Scored, scored the crucial try and uh, and obviously Gags, well, Gags won the fight, obviously. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure that Gags did a whole lot more than that, but um, yeah, look, um, hopefully... Um, we can get something out of them on Saturday against Manly. I'm not sure whether they're going to have the energy, but um, you know, Cherry Evans obviously um, clocked up a few kilometres as well. So, but I'm with you. We need we need that sort of effort. We need that sort of intensity from our rep players, and we've got a fair few rep players. Uh, more than the three that were on show, we've got a few others that have played rep footy. We need that sort of intensity every week for their club. We absolutely do. What do you think about uh, Nathan Cleary? I mean, that that chip chase at the end was just uh, yeah, that was diabolical. But um, he stood up for the first, uh, you know, for the first half. He was there. What do you think about his second half? Oh, look, they were on top in the second half, and it was the same scenario in, in game one. And and I really, I don't like the fact that um, you know he, he copped the blame in game one, mm. then in, in came out in game two and was was outstanding. So we get. Even Joey talking about the fact that, you know, if he leads him to victory in this game, then he's going to be the greatest halfback New South Wales has ever had. All this sort of, all this sort of beat up. I know it's in and around the game and, mm. and uh, there's a lot of hype at the time. But, um, yeah, look, he, he was under pressure going in and, and I thought he played well, as you said, in the, in the first half when New South Wales were on top in the forwards. But once Queensland got on top in the second half, um, it sort of nullified Anything he he tried to do, they certainly outkicked us. Cherry Evans' mm. kicking game was sensational. I thought um, maybe the Penrith five eight. I thought he got shown up, and the Penrith centre for that matter. Mm. Uh, I thought they got shown up a little bit in the, in in the game in the second half. So I wouldn't be putting 
too much blame on uh, Nathan Cleary, but I, I did notice on social media, and I had to agree with it, that um, people saying, well, if that was Mitchell Pearce out there, then uh, everyone would have been into him big time. So, oh, cru- well, they yeah. would have crucified him. They yeah, they would have, they would have crucified, crucified him. him. Mm. Exactly right. And, and as other people pointed out, you know, Pearce was up against the Cronks, the Smiths, mm. the Thurstons, uh, and the Slaters during his uh, time in, in Origin. So... Yeah, that's just the way it is. I hope they don't, um, and I don't think they will, they won't crucify the halfback Cleary for, for what happened last night, or they shouldn't, because... Um, it's not his fault. You know, yeah, not his fault. A lot of it was um, you know, just the momentum that Queensland had and the field position that Queensland had in the second half. It made it nearly impossible for the halves. It's it's exactly what we what we always say, and and you know you you and I said it last week. It is this extra head, leg, arm, whatever it is that they get, and that final ten minutes. That's where it really showed through. You know that crowd was behind them, but at the end of the at the end of the day, there's thirteen on thirteen out there, and it's up to those thirteen to do uh, to do what they did, and they did it. They just killed us. Yeah, they did. And look, I, I, and that's probably the difference, Trace. When you look back at Origin. And, and all those deciding wins up there. The, the difference, I think, between Queensland and New South Wales is how hard it is to win at home mm. or how hard it is to win for the opposition at home. Uh, and I think it's probably... I don't know what the stats are. New South Wales probably got a great record at home as well. But I just think it's, it's, it seems to me that Queensland can pull off an upset win in New South Wales more than we can pull off mm. an upset win in Queensland. So, and, and particularly in a deciding game, uh, it doesn't matter what happens before that in the first two games, basically. If there's a decider in Queensland, as we spoke about last mm. week, and I still maintain New South Wales on paper had had the better side last night, um, but they just, as you said, grow an extra leg and find something and I never never say die and it's backs against the wall mm. and this um, underdog and all this sort of stuff that it's been the case for, you know, just about ever. Um, yeah, they've just got something extra that probably we haven't got. Whatever that is, I'm not 100% sure. But, uh, yeah, it just seems to be almost impossible to win up there when we need to. And when you see the stats, you know, you and I, again, we spoke about this last week, you know, 21 times this season uh, the, the series final has been held up in, in, uh, in Brisbane. We've only won it five times. Yeah, you know, and that's like, an indication. Yeah. I mean, you got to go back. I think it's Joe. Was it Joey's last? Yeah, I think it was Joey's last one. Or whatever it was, yep. 2006, whatever year, 2005, I think it was when when Joey came back in after after um, Queensland won the first game. I think that was the last time we'd won we won up there in a decider. So it, that tells you something how how difficult it is. It really does. Now let's move on to uh, to round 18. Now I've gone back and I've worked out what's gone on, Mister Tui. Mm-hmm. So I have a habit of changing my uh, my tips, uh, you know, sometime during the day. So I think that's what's happened. I've changed my tips uh, just before the games have been played or uh, that's where I've caught you. So, yeah, which I, I <laughs> well, did exactly that this week as well. I ended up with four out of four, but I changed my tip. And we haven't and we haven't um, spoken about this, Trace. We, we haven't I'm, spoken I'm being about honest. this big I'm being advantage. Honest <laughs> big advantage. Oh, no, you are. I, know, I appreciate your honesty, but we haven't spoken about the uh, big advantage you have in the fact that I have to have my tips in on a Wednesday morning. I know. Um, and you can wait until you talk to me on 
Thursday, and plenty happens. Mm. Even this week, for example, you know, if there's an Origin player out, well, that's too bad for me. But you yeah, get you're to, gone. I, yeah, yeah, I exactly. do get the unfair advantage, don't I? Well, so if I, I if take you happen to beat me, which yeah. is which is on the cards, if you're going to beat me at the end of the season, that'll be one of the excuses I've come up, I come up with. I, I have no issues with that. No issues whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, so obviously that uh, that means that I did take the Sharks last week. Uh, I took the Rabbitohs, I took the Eels, and I took the Broncos. So I got four out of four. Okay. Did you take that when you were talking to me, no. or did you change? No, I was on the storm when I spoke with you. And, uh, yes. Yeah, that's one that I was floating between all weekend. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all right. Look, at least, hey, at least I'm honest. I, I, after you said it, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I, I use, the, you know, I get my numbers each each week and I'm like, ah, <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> I might have to start writing yours down, actually. That might uh, be um, what I, I need to I do. I think you will. Look, they're all recorded, my friend. They're all on the podcast <laughs> network for Newcastle uh, in the okay. morning. So <laughs> it's, okay, it's okay. Right, uh, well, let's get uh, let's get underway with uh, with round 18. Obviously, there is going to be uh, a lot of uh, ramifications from the state of origin. Um, Who's in? Who's out? Uh, we're uh, we're still waiting to get uh, all of the late mail on uh, on that. We're not a hundred percent sure on uh, on much of it at this point in time. But we get underway tomorrow night. It's the Cowboys taking on the Sharks. What's your feelings on this? Yeah, it'd be a tight one. I, I went to the Cowboys because it's up there and they've been going so well. But I mean, if if a few of the Cowboys players, I think. Um, Valentine Holmes isn't playing, is he? He's, he? They didn't even name him. I think no, he, he's he was always going to be yep. going to be out. So, um, and presumably the Sharks, who were really good last week, obviously get Nico Hines back. It was it was in quarantine last week, so you have to give the Sharks a big chance. But I went to Cows because it's up there, and and they've been going really good. So it'll be yeah, it'll be a tight one, I reckon. But mm. um, I'm hoping that the home team gets home. I have also gone for the Cowboys, so that is the six o'clock okay. game. It is up on the Cowboys, up at Cowboys. Um, the next, uh, the next one is uh, the main Friday night game. It's the Eels taking on the Warriors. Do we know uh, Junior Paolo's been named? Do we know if he's going to be okay? No, I don't know. Tracy mm. should be okay. I didn't. Don't think he picked up an injury. It's whether um, I don't think he played enough to pick up an injury. Whether he, I thought he played all right in the first. His first stint didn't mm. do probably a didn't whole do lot. Much in after that. Stint, but. Mm. But um, yeah, look, I, I don't know what Brad Arthur's thoughts are on on um, whether he backs him up or not. I suppose it depends on how he feels. But even if he doesn't back up, I would imagine that the Eels will be too good for the Warriors. You'd assume so. Yeah. The uh, the three o'clock uh, Saturday game is the Roosters and the Dragons. Oh, I am so confused. I've gone the Roosters, but it wouldn't surprise me at all um, for the for the Dragons to uh, to take this one out. I I yeah, I'm really it be, yeah. It'll be a tough it, one. It will. It will surprise me big time if the Dragons win. To be honest, after they let me after they let me down badly last week. <laughs> no, I, look, Trace. I think I think, and I could be wrong, but I think the Roosters are the team that might, um, from here on end, might be the team. They're getting some players back. I know Kiri's not back yet, but they've got some other players back. Matt Lodge um, will probably play his first game. I don't know whether mm. he's been. I think pretty sure he's been named. Will probably play his first game. Yeah, he has I, been I, named I, yet. Yeah, I think they're the, they're a team that probably. Um, I, well, they're outside the eight, I think, at the moment, aren't they? Um, so they're they're a team that will will um, you know maybe down the stretch be be a team that will cause a few clubs some worry. So I think they'll they'll be too strong for the Dragons. I'll I'll, I'll be stunned if the Dragons beat them. To be honest, James Tedesco. Do we know how uh, how he's pulled up? Uh, he'd be sore and mm. and tired and, and sorry. And, 
because he was outstanding. Mm. I thought uh, I thought both fullbacks were were terrific last night, and and he he couldn't have done any more than mm. yourself, old captain. But and look, there's every chance that he won't back up. But um, knowing him in an important game, um, he probably will. He probably will. The uh, the next game for Saturday, it's the Eagles taking on the Knights. Uh, I can't see the Knights winning at home um, at, at Four Pines Park. That's just Brookvale Oval, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Four Pines Park, really? It's Brookvale. It's Brookvale. Come on. Come on. Yes. Now, obviously, um, Desi Hasler has uh, has Daly Cherry Evans. He has Jake Trevojevic, uh, you know, obviously set to back up. We've got Caelan Ponga, Jacob Safidi, and uh, Dane Gagai to uh, to back up. I just can't see us coming over the Eagles. I know I know Daly Cherry Evans will be exhausted, but so too will our guys. It's it's going to be a. I think we're going to get hammered. <laughs> Well, we could do. Um, if we play as if we defend as poorly as we did last last game against South, um, we, but down there we will get hammered. Um, yeah, I'll keep the Seals and fairly confidently. Unfortunately, yeah. um, I can't see Newcastle. Put it this way: it'd be a big upset if the Knights could turn around in the space of a week what they've what they've done uh, to beat Manly at home. Um, even with Cherry, if Cherry Evans is out, even they've still got. Still got the players there to, to cover, and and uh, I'd be surprised if if we cause an upset there. They just haven't. The Knights have not shown me enough. They just they really no. haven't. No. Now the Titans and the Broncos. It's happening at uh, at Seabus Stadium. Um, <laughs> both of us, both of us have uh, well and truly abandoned the Titans. Now, uh, now Barry, we're we're both on the Broncos this weekend. So you watch. They'll get beaten. <laughs> well, that would be a big turnaround. I know the Titans about a week off. Um, but the last time they played was against us, mm. um, and they never looked like it. They were pathetic. So, look, a lot of pressure on Justin Holbrook. Um, he desperately needs a win somewhere, um, and pretty quickly, given the circumstances around their season and and his future. I'm hoping that they stick with him. I don't think it's his fault, but um, you know the, the way they've been playing and the way the Broncos have played, I, I, you just it would the Broncos would have to come out and, and just. Um, not really turn up, I reckon, to to get beat in this one. Given the form of the two clubs, so um, provided the, those Broncos players all back up from Origin, they had a fair few in there. Um, you would you would think that they'd be too strong. The uh, the first game for Sunday two o'clock is the uh, the West Tigers taking on the Panthers. Now, obviously, the Panthers have got a huge number of players that uh, that played last night. Um, but again, I I just can't see West Tigers. I can't see this being one of their victories. Well, I've tipped the West Tigers. I, I thought I thought about it long and hard. I've tipped mm. the West Tigers because Penrith seven Origin players aren't playing. All, all seven. Of them are out. All seven. None of them have been named. Okay. Um, so all. All seven have been, um, well, won't play. So uh, even so, I look at the Penrith team and I nearly still tipped them. Mm. And, and Penrith are still odds on. Uh, and just about every tipster everywhere has gone for Penrith. Um, but I, I figure that surely when half your team, or more than half your team's missing, uh, or half your run-on team's mm. missing, and they're the seven, your seven best players, Surely it's a game that the West Tigers could look at and think, well, you know, this is a game we just have to win. Adam Dewey to 5'8 for the Tigers, a bit controversial because it's moved Hastings to, to lock and, and Brooks is going to play halfback. So I don't know that Hastings will be all that happy about mm. playing playing lock forward. But I just, for whatever reason, and probably because I think everyone else is going to tip Penner, so I, I went for the Tigers 
um, and thinking to myself, well, surely they a first-grade NRL team with seven of their best players not playing uh, shouldn't be able to beat another team, but we'll wait and see. Best of luck, my friend. I hope they do. Yes. Uh, for Brett Kamali, I really hope they do beat the Panthers. Um, yeah, it, it would be nice to see for uh, for the former Newcastle boy. Now, the Storm and, and the Raiders... Like and it looks yeah. like Tim Sheens is going to be coaching. Um, the talk of him, maybe a, maybe a call on that tomorrow, that Sheens will take over as coach. Okay, season. so tomorrow they're talking, yeah. Because there was whispers yesterday, wasn't there? Very, very strong yeah. whispers. Yeah. Oh, good, yep. okay. Well, let's wait and see on that one. So yeah. the, uh, the Storm are taking on the Raiders. It is uh, a Storm home game. Um, Cameron Munster has been named and he's expected to return. Hopefully he will be able to return um, after COVID, I uh, I really hope and pray that uh, the Storm show up. It's at home. It's a whole different kettle of fish, but um, they need this win, Barry. Yeah, look, they've um, they've been pretty ordinary. The mm. Storm, and they've been very ordinary when one or two of their key players hasn't played. So uh, they do need the win. Pappenhausen will be fresh. The halfback will be fresh. Munster will be back for sure. So. Yeah, and look, and the Raiders to me are a bit of a nuisance team. They're sort of um, playing pretty well at times. Been, you know, been a bit. Of, we're a bit unlucky. Well, very unlucky there a couple of weeks back. But um, um, yeah, I'm expecting Melbourne. Maybe Melbourne's true colours to come out a little bit better at home. You don't expect them to get beaten. Well, they've lost their last two, I think, mm. and, and very badly. So you would think that uh, there'd be a bounce back factor there. I think they'll be too. There are too many points for for um, the Raiders. I hope so. Final game for the round. It is the Bulldogs taking on the Rabbitohs. Now, stranger things have happened, but uh, I'm thinking the Rabbitohs. Yeah, look. Um, yeah, I'm thinking the Rabbitohs as well. I don't know whether Cameron Murray, um, whether he'll play. You would have to think he'd be in doubt. He only lasted probably a minute last night, which didn't help New South Wales, by the way. No, it didn't at all, um, did it? No, he's a pretty integral part of that uh, pack there. And uh, whether he can back up, I'd be surprised. Well, he probably can't because he's uh, got to wait seven days. Yeah, so he won't be playing. Mm. Yeah, he won't be playing. But, uh, you know, Luttrell and, and Walker and, and these sort of guys, I'll be, I would imagine they'll be too classy for, for Canterbury. He, he played a little bit better in the last few weeks. They've mm. got a couple of wins. Weren't as good the last night in the game they played. But, um, yeah, I'm thinking that South will will keep winning and probably keep winning pretty well. They got, they'll have Johnson back. They'll have a couple of others back that didn't play against Newcastle as well. So I'm expecting them to win. It's the business end of the season now. We're, we're round 18. So, There's no more stops. Off we go now. Yeah. You've got to expect the clubs that are going to be thinking that they're a chance of doing something in finals. They're the ones that have got to stand up. The likes of South, the likes of the Roosters, those sorts of clubs, um, they've got to win games, particularly against teams that are below them they've got to start winning those games so that's what i'm expecting them to do i hope so what's on the podcast this week um talking to ben cross gorgeous that'll be yeah, nice ben cross how's, who, ben, um, how's, uh, how's benny going ben's going well he's now the um head coach and head of football a full-time job at uh, the ipswich jets <laughs> the, love him yeah, so he's still heavily involved in mm. rugby league after that controversy he had up there with the Brisbane Broncos mm. when he was assistant coach and got the sack. Um, so he talks about that, but he also talks about some interesting stuff in and around the Knights and, and his feelings about what, what his feelings when he was here about the uh, so-called you know, comfort zone that players are in and, mm. and uh, some interesting stuff in and around that. So 
Yeah. That'll be a, fascinating. It was a good chat. He, he's a straight up and down. He was a straight up and down rugby league front mm-hmm. rower, Benny Cross, and he's exactly the same when he talks about anything. He uh, doesn't hold back. He, he's straight up, straight up the guts, basically. Um, yeah, so... Oh, fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, look, you have a wonderful weekend. Uh, try and stay dry because this bloody weather's coming back in again. And uh, Yeah, it's supposed to be fine tomorrow, uh, Trace, and I think um, Saturday's supposed to be okay, hopefully. So fingers if crossed. We get weather, weather today, we'll be um, we'll get through today and, and weather the storm today, and we'll be a little bit better off in the next couple of days, maybe. I bloody hope so. It's coming back next week as well. We should just go away. Send it somewhere else. Send it somewhere that needs it this time. We've had enough. Yeah, I know. It's terrible, isn't mm. it? But anyway, it's, it's winter. Good. It is, it is. Stay safe and we'll chat very, very soon. Thanks, Trace. See Thanks, ya. Baz. Bye. That is Barry Tui from the Newcastle Herald and he joins me every Thursday to talk NRL. And, of course, we went a little bit longer today because we also had the State of Origin to uh, to chat about. I hope, uh, hope that's kept you entertained for a little while. Newcastle in the Morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters, and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.